Hey guys, welcome back. Um, anyway, guys, I'm multitasking. I'm filming the audio and the visual. Anyways, today I'm reading some scary stories I found on Reddit. And no, let's not meet stories. I'm reading them off my laptop. I just found some creepy ones. So I got some time to kill. So, uh, you know. Grab your bet your beverage of choice, <laughs> and let's get into this. Okay, so this first one I just discovered is called night shift. I work night shift at a gas station in my little town. It's one of about five or six here. <laughs> for, for the past few nights, I've had a guy standing outside the store. Right past the light so I can tell he's there, but I can't actually see anything about him. He's like a shadow. Now this doesn't trouble. Now this doesn't sound. Now this doesn't trouble. Now this doesn't trouble all that much because the doors are locked, and everyone has to use the night box, which is a drawer drawer built into the wall of the store. We use to take money and give items to customers without opening the doors at night. It makes me feel a little better about working nights alone. Now this guy that's been showing up, I've, 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 I never see him walk to the store or leave. And he stands in the exact same spot every night. Like I said, I normally just don't pay attention to him and go about my work. But last night something happened. This guy showed up out of nowhere, like, like usual. I stared at him for a few seconds or minutes. I lost track of time. The thing that broke me me away was a loud crashing sound from the back of the store. I ran to the back to see what it was and couldn't find anything. Everything looked normal, so I walked back to the front only to find the front doors open wide. The guy was gone. I, I freaked out and ran over to close the doors. I shut and locked them. And when I looked back at the doors and saw the man standing there looking at me again, only a, only a lot closer. He's only a few feet away now. Then I noticed that he's he's in the reflection with me. I turned around and saw him three feet away. He's breathing heavy, looking at the ground, not moving. He slowly brought his head up, looking in the eyes. He was a clean-looking man, bright blue eyes, and a big smile on his face. He started laughing and goes for my neck with both hands. He's choking me. All with a smile and laughing. I blacked out and woke up to the voice of my manager and police talking. I walked over to a crowd standing around something. I watched around everyone to see what they were looking at. It was me lying on the ground on my stomach with my head looking up. I didn't know what to think. I started. Okay. I walked around everyone to see what they were looking at. It was me laying on the ground on my stomach with my head looking up. I didn't know what to think. I started panicking, trying to talk to anyone who would listen. No one could hear me. No one could see me. Then I saw him, my killer, standing at the end of the parking lot looking right at me. Oh my gosh. That was creepy. And this one's called Night Shift. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so guys, I just got through reading night, the Night Shift one. Let me go back. This is other one I saw that looked really creepy. Um, what is it? It's the one about the tunnel. Which, oh my god, the fucking tunnel. Hmm, let me see. Wait a minute. What is it? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. This is one about a cabin that sounds really fucking creepy as hell. If you find a cabin in the woods in NW, Oregon, don't listen to the screams. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this person says their name's David, and they're on the 1-5th South, getting as far away from what they're about to share as possible. Okay. Okay, Friday morning, 5.30 a.m. I lay in my bed as my dad comes in to wake me. Get up. We're getting an early start. Mom's downstairs making eggs and bacon. I groan and shoot back with an, I'm up, geez, regretting not setting an alarm for earlier in the morning to give myself a chance to catch my bearings. I snap out my tired days and sit on the edge of my bed, throw on a flannel, pull up, Pull up my car hearts and lace up my dinners before heading downstairs to meet my family for breakfast. It seems like a tradition now to come downstairs and sigh at the fact that I'm an only child as of two years ago. Today is the anniversary of my older brother's death due to a tragic car accident with a drunk driver. I say hello to my mother, give her a hug as 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 we both know what dread we feel on this day. Dad quickly intervenes. Hey champ, you all packed? Remember, let's crack the drive. We've got ahead of us. Yeah, dad. I'm all ready. What time are we getting out of here? I replied, I'm ready when you are. He says, he says, I give my mom one last hug for the weekend before we leave. Dad and I throw our bags in the back of the Dodge and hit the road. You ready for this, he asked. Ready as I'll ever be, I replied. Two hours into the trip, we stop at a rest stop to use the bathroom, and an old man in tattered clothes smirks at, us, smirks at me. Headed up the mountains, are you? He asks, yeah, just me and my dad this weekend. I shortly reply, be careful out there. There's evil in these woods, boy, he said before bellowing out a sinister chuckle. I hurried to wash up and get out of the bathroom before unsettled now. I figured he was just crazy old man. I've never I've never been so wrong in my life. I meet down the truck and he can immediately tell I was thrown off. Got something on your mind, but I told him it was nothing and tried to brush off my previous interaction with the old man. A few more hours go by and dad takes a right turn and parks the truck. We made a buddy. He he exclaimed. What a beautiful drive, I replied. Well, we really should get good. Well, we well we really should get started setting up. It's gonna hold on. Let's see. Fucking <laughs> hold on. Oh yeah. Well, we should really get started setting up. It's going to get dark here soon. He says, we set up the tent and stove before starting the fire. As we sit around the fire, Dad hands me a beer. You're 16 now. I know 
I know what kids get into, especially these days. So all I ask is when you drink it's with me, he says. You can read my mind, can you, old man? I reply with a laugh. Our conversation ends abruptly as we both see something in the corner of our eyes. But as soon as it was there, it was gone. We brushed it off and finished up, finished up the night and put out the fire before hitting the sack. Saturday, 6 a.m., we both wake up at the sound of sticks breaking around the tent. Startled, we both grab our handguns in case of a cougar. But again, as soon as we heard it, it was over. Both on the edge, we climb out of the tent to start fire and burn some morning coffee. We both have a warm cup before strapping up for a hike. We set off in an unmarked trail. Our first mistake, if you don't count leaving after both unsettling events prior. We marked trees along the way so we don't get lost. All of a sudden, we heard faint screaming sound northeast of where we're headed on the trail. Both a little frightened, we 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 hung holstered our handguns and moved towards the screen. We stumbled upon a shack in a small clearing. As soon as we saw a glimpse of it, the scream stopped on the dime. Both not realizing it, we we rushed towards the shack and busted in. Immediately after the door flew open, we both couldn't hold our stomachs from the smell. We both threw up our coffee and trail mix from this morning. We both looked at each other with disturbed looks on our faces as as we progressed deeper into the, into the shack. Inside the shack is an all-too-familiar face staring back at me with an unnaturally wide grin is the old man. This time with deep, dark pits of eyes and a set of long, sharp, and bloody teeth. He... He repeated his previous statement. There's evil in these woods. The smell was immediately indefatable as he was standing next to a pile of rotting corpses. I hear a quick run from my dad. And we turn around and bolt from the door. As as we went, we realize we've lost our trail markers. That tells me he knows. Okay, that tells me he knows which direction leads to the truck. As we sprint through the woods in desperate hope to find camp, there are unnatural, naturally tall, slender creatures staring from the trees. They're jet black and almost look like shadows. They have no, they have no expression, no features. But we can feel their gaze pierce us as we dash through the woods. We can hear the old man's voice ha- taunting us no. as we won. Getting closer and closer. Though it's more gra- gravelly and sounds almost as if those hiding around up the same voice talking at the same time. As we move further towards the truck, Dad falls over. He reaches... He reaches... Oh my god. Mm, my glasses. Hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He, he he reaches for his lungs as if they were collapsing. He hands me his keys and tells me to keep going. As soon as this, the creature lurches from my dad and rips his foot clean off as the thing does. So my dad immediately draws his gun and desperately empties his magazine on the creature, yelling at me to run. 
I finally gave in and, and book it in, in the direction he was taking us. Not too long after I see the smoke from the embers of the fire we started this morning, with a silent yell of relief, I book it towards the truck. What, what I see at camp will stick with me forever, and the fire was my dad's mangled corpse, which was the smoke th- that I saw from the tree line. Absolutely mortified, I started bawling, but quickly snapped out of my state when the creature's voice erupted from in the trees. Velma with the keys from jumping in the truck and pulling up, cruising down the mountains faster than I've ever driven before. I can still see the shadow figures in the trees. After long and long and fast-paced drive home, I feel like I made it in a record time. I hurry and get my mom out of the house and fill her in. We can't stop crying about dad. I don't know what to do, but for now, my mom is taking us towards California and far away from wherever that. Far away from wherever that thing was. I can still hear him, hear him yelling from the distance. I'm scared as of now that thing is still out there hunting. If you find a cabin in the woods in NW, Oregon, don't listen to the screams. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I've, um, uh, I hope you guys enjoy it and I'll, and I'll be back with another episode. I love you guys. Have a good day or night and peace.